Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Roswell, New Mexico premieres Tuesday, January 15th at 9, 8 central. I can't wait because Roswell, the original, is responsible for so many of my favorite Whos. Yeah, like Shiri Appleby and Colin Hanks. Like Katherine Heigl. Okay, yeah, that's better. You or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, they want to know. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And the Golden Globe goes to Glenn Close, the wife. <laughs> it was funny because last night I was like kind of like really just personally disappointed in so many of the winners. But mm-hmm. then I turned to uh, my friend Brian, who listens. Hi, Brian. And was like, this is a great night for Who Weekly. <laughs> And he was like, I know. <laughs> and so I, I, felt... I texted Lindsay. I was like, we won. You guys, we did it. We Glenn did won. It. Patty, Patty won. won. Denamora won. Hydra Palonic Acid was everywhere. Fiji, Fiji Water Girl Water was the Girl breakout. went viral. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like Shallow a weird... won. Shallow won. Shallow won. It was a we weird night, We all knew Shallow though. would win. Like, it was a weird night. It made me, like, it was. question what I thought the Golden Globes were like like it made me be like oh I thought that because I really thought that the, that A Star Is Born is like a Golden Globes movie but then you remember that the Golden Globes is 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 voted on by a, a completely different body by like a foreign body but they I don't, thought they, they don't liked see the press cheesy I thought they liked like fun flashy cheesy stuff like A Star Is Born is made for them but I guess Bohemian Rhapsody is even more flashy cheesy and bad than Bohemian you know, Rhapsody I think makes more sense than Green Book but yeah, me too. That's, but Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody was running against Star is Born, and Bohemian Rhapsody made a whole lot more money overseas than a Star is Born it's did. It's true. Bohemian Rhapsody was like the biggest movie of the year. It was huge. It made like eight hundred million dollars. It's crazy. Um, Green Book still haven't seen her. We'll never see her. I will never see Green Book. It's worth remembering all the time as frequently as possible. If you're ever going to think about Green Book, just remember, remind yourself that it was written and directed by Peter Farrelly. So strange, and his speech was so weird. Oh, like yeah. knowing that the family that Green Book's based on was like, we hate this movie, it's bad. Just yeah. thinking about that while he was like well, giving a speech off a paper. One Dr. Shirley family. was sure. like, don't make this movie. But then the Vigo Mortensen character was like, make this movie. I mean, of course <laughs> yes. they were. You know what I can't stop thinking of when I think of Green Book? Those photos. Remember those? Oh, the photo booth. Oh. The photo booth. If you guys didn't see this, they had a, where was that? It was at the AFI Fest. They had a photo booth. Where you could put yourself in the iconic uh, billboard poster or whatever, which is like that car. Like you could be in the front seat, the back seat. I love that you Yeah, you could pick your seat. Whether you were in the uh, front seat. I feel like uh, that's like the two genders. Like like what you chose like really defined I feel, yeah, you. Yeah, I feel like the person that's like, pick a seat, like has a clipboard and is taking notes. Like which right? seat did <laughs> like, they pick? Like you go to jail later. She's like, sorry, you picked the wrong seat. <laughs> you picked the front seat. Yikes. <laughs> Didn't I like... I definitely, you definitely told me not to post it, but I took a photo of the billboard and put my face in both seats. And you were yeah, like, Yeah, I was no. like, Lindsay, don't ever do anything with this. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, delete this from your phone. It was fun because when I did that, I had to like pose my head so that it worked. Like, because it's not looking forward. So you had to like do mm-hmm. one looking forward. It was, anyways, it was a great time. You'll never, so, that picture will never see the light of day. <laughs> before we get into the who's to celebrate at the Golden Globes, I think we should go through. Um, some of the biggest wins, our favorite wins, not necessarily whose, but the wife, Glenn Close. Mm-hmm. Are we happy? Mm-hmm. Are we thrilled? Mm-hmm. You still haven't seen the wife, have you? Yeah, I I think but you this, saw the wife. 
No, I haven't seen The Wife. I think this will actually make me see The Wife. It's great. You know, the more I think about The Wife, the more I like it. I mean, I I believed you, but I just didn't see it. I don't know. Okay, okay. Did you see all all the wife stands came out? Who? Who were they? Like, just people tweeting, like, the wife is good. Like, gay Twitter? What? No, like, ev- like people who'd seen the wife, apparently, were like, yeah. the wife is good, actually. Well, a lot or of like, it, it, it combines. There was a lot of, like, literary Twitter appreciated yeah. the wife because it's a McWolitzer novel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and, not, uh, and until Glenn Close said this, I had forgotten that, like, it was, they had been trying to make this movie for so long. 14 years. Yeah. Um, which I guess I knew but forgot. But it's she like, said it oh, so it's every like, time. It has a great, you know, La- Lady Gaga had her her uh, talking point that she referenced all the time about Starsborn. And Starsborn has nothing but talking points. They have like focus group approved talking points that so will get true. a Starsborn. 99 th- people, the Oscars. which clearly but, they made fun of. Like that was like funny that they oh, made fun of that was the number one joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but The Wife has a great story that I think they haven't really had the opportunity to share much. And now th- that speech allowed that story to get some room, like get some air in the space that like a star is born is sucking all of the air out of, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, am I being crazy? No, you're right. It's like everyone told Gaga that she was going to win and everyone told Glenn like, Oh, you win. might win. Like, Glenn was more like, cause when she won, the surprise on her face was so genuine. Like that was, that could not have been more genuine. Yes. And, and I think that a lot of people assume that like maybe Olivia or Glenn will win the Oscar, but they'll at least give Gaga the Golden Globe because like that's more fun. And but now I'm like, Gaga's gonna get the Oscar. No, I think Glenn's gonna get the Oscar. Do I think you? Glenn's gonna get the Oscar. Okay. Yeah. All right. If it's anyone else, it's, it's probably true. gonna be Olivia Coleman. I don't think it's gonna be Gaga, but I because I think I think they're gonna be satisfied with Gaga winning an Oscar for She's a shoe in for best song. They're saying she's the musician. She'll get that Oscar yes. and she'll be happy. And, and honestly, counts. she won't. <laughs> it's like whenever people win, it's like when people win, um, when they're EGOT, their Grammy is for like reading an audiobook. It still counts. It still counts. I mean, it does, but it's not as, I mean, her winning as an actress is a true. She's know, already won for an actress for Golden Globe, you know? That's true. She has, like Madonna. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I know. What I else? just so really wanted. One? I wanted her. I will say, um, we got as good of a speech, if anything, a better speech from oh, Glenn, and we'll speech. get one again. If, a great speech from Glenn. Like that's not that wasn't a letdown because Glenn won. No. Um, a great speech compared to Jeff Bridges' bad speech. Peter yeah, Farrelly. I, was, I bad tuned speech. out. Well, he didn't really win anything, anyways. Peter Farrelly, bad speech. There was a lot of weird speeches. Olivia Coleman gave a nice speech. Oh, a great speech. A fun. A I love when a someone's cute. like being famous is like weird. Which she's like, I took a private jet. Um, and I, I would like to tell you how much this film means to me, but um, I can't think of it and because uh, I'm too excited. <laughs> I, had, I had a blast. It was amazing. And <laughs> I went on a private jet and, and I ate constantly throughout the film. It was brilliant. Everyone forgot that Christian... Um, uh, why am I blanking his name? Christian they forgot. They forgot Christian Bale is not American. The two biggest two voices where I was like, excuse me? Christian Bale and Rami Malek. I was like, what happened to Rami Malek's mouth? Well, Rami Malek definitely has, like, that voice was surprising. That's a weird, that's Christian an Bale has always that sound weird. Christian Bale has been with us for a long time. He's always sounded like that. Where are you people? I was like, paging Henry Iggins. What yeah. the hell is going on over here? <laughs> I think he... So thank you for that advice, my love. I wouldn't be working without her. 
And thank you for our beautiful children, banana and burrito. Rami Malek's voice sounded like the Freddie Mercury teeth fucked up his jaw, where he was like, he was doing a thing with his mouth that I was like, is this like PTSD from that weird Freddie Mercury face? Stop. This is a profound honor to receive this. Because the voice that Rami Malek started the speech with is not the voice that he ended the speech with. Do you know what I mean? Something happened there. Christian Bale's voice was like my fair lady. He was he was like he was the chimney sweeper in Mary Poppins. It was honestly wild. I've heard that voice before. That is his voice, but I yeah, think we've all gets, seen Mary Poppins. I think he was a little we've bit heard drunk that and voice. it got but it got like played up. Like I think he was a little bit drunk, so it felt this his accent got like really. It's sort of like when I go that. when I go home to Texas and I'm around people with a twang yeah. and like I don't have a twang, but I start speaking with the twang because I'm around people who do. It's fine. When I'm with my friends from Long Island and I get drunk, I start speaking like I'm from Long Island because my parents are from Long Island. <laughs> when I'm around your parents, I'm like, hey, uh, give me some Duncan. Uh. <laughs> I love the what was Take that? Take me to accent? a Pats game. Uh. <laughs> How, do you like apples? My parents don't have Boston accents. They don't have Boston accents. Do you like apples? They have New York accents. <laughs> do you uh, like apples? Do you like apples? Me to any Boston uh, resident. Wow. Uh, get okay. me out of here. Um, Great. Can't wait. Danamora, Major Who, did not know that Danamora was based on a true story. I was like, this is what Danamora is Okay, about? I feel like Danamora is my the wife because I watched Danamora and everybody yeah, and who was like, like, what the fuck is Danamora? I was like, I, I know what Danamora is. You didn't like it and that's why I never I watched it. Well, I didn't finish it. You were like, this it. show sucks. No, I... S- <laughs> you literally said that to me and I was like, then I'm never even going to try to find out what okay, it's about. I, liked I didn't the know it was first... about the iconic prison escape and I didn't know that Patricia Arquette was playing the iconic guard who helped these people escape. I thought it was all fiction. No, it's real. Who knows with Denimora? Worst name ever. They should have called it like the upstate prison escape from 2015. Like they should have given a more explicit <laughs> title. Who is Denimora? No one knows. Bobby was like, can you call it that one prison escape where the two guys and the lady and they had sex? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I needed Bobby's something more like, descriptive. Oh, finally! I that's I know what you're talking about. Well, even the Dana posters Mora. on the subway made it look like Patricia Arquette was a a prisoner, and b they didn't say based on a true story. It was just like directed by Ben Stiller. What? Who cares? I didn't actually hate Escape from Danamora. It just went on too long. There was a lot of episodes, and I liked the first few, and then I just honestly got bored, and then they escaped, and I was like, all right, I need to stop watching this show. Um. Um, it's okay, also so she really, won. Her speech was good. It's a really bleak show anyways. Um, well, of course she, it is. She won because literally it's one of the most demanding roles ever. It's like she had to like wear all that prosthetics and like gain weight and then have like really gross simulated sex. Like yeah. really Ugh. gross. Ugh. Demanding and Danamora. How about that? Uh, oh my God. Um, and Ben Stiller directed it. So that was the other reason why Danamora got attention because it was directed by Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. I did like um, the bit that Ben Stiller did with yeah, that was um, Jamie Lee Curtis. I thought that was that like was the good. funniest that was good. moment. Was it? Mm, one of the funniest no, moments? No, I actually, I actually did like it because Ben Stiller has such a stick up his ass and it's funny to see him Him playing the straight funny. man, is he's good at the it straight works. man. That's how, that's how he works. I don't like Ben Stiller could... when, he's, when he's in like Zoolander or like dodgeball mode. Like when Ben Stiller's trying to be funny... And like doing a character, I don't like it. But when Ben Stiller's like being his asshole self, I like it. But you know, in real life, Ben Stiller would be pissed if you like didn't understand that he was a director. Like if you oh, yeah. questioned him as a director. Meanwhile, Ben Stiller directed Reality Bites, Never Forget It. And I think he, I don't know if he wrote it, but ben he Stiller directed show. 
Yeah, so he's like, it was just and funny um, to watch her play with that because that's very much, you can tell, his sensitive spot. And yes. he had to he had to take it. Everyone always forgets Ben Stiller's a director. No one within 100 yards of a television showing the Golden Globes could forget that Bradley Cooper is a director and number two, a genius, and number three, a visionary. Because <laughs> every single person who went up on that stage who had ever met Bradley Cooper was like, like Olivia Coleman was like, thank you to Emma Stone and thank you to Rachel Weisz and also like Bradley Cooper's a visionary director. Uh, no one's a bigger <laughs> that genius. That was just on the card. Like it was the, it was like the winner is Olivia Coleman and Bradley Cooper's a visionary director. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also the other funny thing about Bradley Cooper at the Globes is that I think everyone forgot what he actually looked like because of stars. Mm-hmm born like they were like Bradley Cooper like grizzled and like hot and hunky and then they saw him they were like what (laughs) (laughs) like that's what he looks like well we forgot he's not he's been associated with Jackson Maine for so long or like this promo cycle I know so long in like 2019 years should have kept the makeup um should have developed a drinking problem he looked good though I mean I think he's I still think Bradley Cooper's like very cute he's Mm. good did you see somebody Jackson Maine is peak Bradley Cooper. Um, but still. Did you see somebody tweeted there was a burnt there was a burnt uh, curse where none of the people who were in burnt won, like Daniel Bruhl and um, some other guy and Daniel Bradley. Bruhl. They Sienna all Miller lost. wasn't nominated. No, the other guy. Burnt curse. <laughs> who else is in? You burnt? don't need the Golden Globes. Not winning at the Golden Globes to let you know that being in burnt is a curse. I'm sorry. <laughs> the burnt curse. And once again, I feel like I have to come to Burnt's defense. I don't mind burnt. No, I don't mind burnt either. <laughs> Burnt's fine. fine. Burnt was fine. Burnt's completely rewatchable, which is wild. Um, speaking of method actors, the Kaminsky method, what the hell is the Kaminsky method? I don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> that was like the Maisel show of two years ago where everybody was like, what is this huh? show? Who's watching it? And everyone was like, yeah, my mom loves the Kaminsky method. She loves it. It's on Netflix? I guess it's- it keeps getting recommended to me, but I'm like, excuse me, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> excuse no. me? Excuse no. me. But then it, yeah, it wins about all these things. Acting, that's the method. It's, and it stars Michael Douglas, what? And it stars like Alan, Alan Arkin. Arkin who they kept cutting to in a comedic way and was not in the mood for comedy. No. Who is the there's a woman in it that it always shows like nine <laughs> times out of ten it's Alan Alan Arkin and or Michael Douglas, yeah. but then sometimes it's a woman and it's I forgot woman. who it is. It's I like, just remembered last night they cut to Alan Arkin and someone goes, Wow, Michael Douglas does not look good. And I was like, ah, it's not Michael Douglas. <laughs> Speaking of Michael Douglas, they kept Catherine cutting Zeta to those Jones. three, and she Ugh. looked radiant, and they just looked like old men, and it was honestly wild. Did you notice that? And I've never really understood what it meant to have like a dewy face. And I saw Catherine Zeta Jones, and I was like, "Look at that dewy face!" Yeah, oh my truly. god, truly, she, she looked, looked incredible, amazing. There was a few women that showed up on screen, and I was like, "Whoa!" Somebody got the best peel last night. You know, just the most amazing, <laughs> yes. refreshing Felicity Huffman. <laughs> Yes. When Felicity Huffman walked on stage, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I can see every pore. <laughs> Who else? No, Felicity Huffman, Felicity Huffman should have had, like, a, a ad for a chemical peel underneath the screen when she walked on. Oh, my God. It was amazing. <laughs> she truly looked like that episode. Give of me Sex a Groupon for whoever did her face because <laughs> that was good shit. It looked amazing. Yeah, okay. she looked great. We um, talked about Felicity Huffman twice in the past, like, week. Who? Felicity Huffman? Well, we love yeah, her. What the Flicka? What the Flicka? Or I guess we, that was on the Patreon episode, wasn't it? Um, I don't know where that went. Oh, no, it was on the regular episode. I'm starting to lose my, like, lose where things go. Anyways, I'm it's starting to same. lose my mind. Oh, wait, Patty, Patty Clarkson. Patty won. Fully forgot that she was nominated, let alone <laughs> was in the running for winning. 
And then there she is giving a great speech. But to be fair, I was like too busy like <gasps> to pay attention to this. Also, I need to, to watch be fair, her competition wasn't great. I looked back and I was like, wow, like obviously she won. Good tweet from um, I, I hate having to remember, but I want to credit people who tweet. Uh, Jarrett Wiseman, I think, was like mm-hmm. Patty Clarkson winning for Sharp Objects over Amy Adams is such an Adora thing to do, which was like very, like very good. Yeah. Oh, that makes me sound like an Amy Adams whatever. Did you notice that everyone kept being like, Amy Adams, we love you. It was it was Bradley Cooper's a visionary director and Amy Adams, we love her. What a gift. Well, yeah, people people feel bad for Amy Adams by default. But the thing is, she's never won an Oscar, but she's won Golden yeah, Globes. Yeah, she's, she's won, won two Golden, Golden Globes. Globes. She's fine. She doesn't need another Golden Globe. She needs an Oscar. Also, Patty was amazing in Sharp Objects. And Amy was good, too. But Patty, like, stole Patty stole the, the show. show. And that's just like from two Patty fans. I, and I would, and I still would call that one of Amy Adams's best performances. It gave her so much to do, and she did it all wonderfully. Yes. But that was a Patty Clarkson vehicle, you know, like I mean, that it was turned out to be a Patty showcase. I know we've talked about New Year's resolutions before, right? Mm-hmm. But it's New Year's. That's what you talk it's about. It's New Year's, so you just have to keep talking about it until you break all of them, you know? Mm-hmm. What yeah. is one of your New Year's resolutions? One of my New Year's resolutions is to be more, like, chill. Be more calm. <laughs> what? Really? Okay, don't don't be rude. Don't be rude. Look, I'm not a very calm person. I look forward to this, honestly. I'm setting, I'm setting ambitious goals, okay? I want to be calm, which is why we are partnering with Calm. It's called Calm. How can it be bad? It's the number one app to help you meditate, sleep, and relax. Practices like meditation and prioritizing sleep can leave you feeling more rested so you have the energy to go out and achieve your wow. other goals. I actually really need to prioritize sleep. Calm apparently helps you do that. And if you, as in you, Lindsay, and our listeners, go to calm.com, calm.com, C-A-L-M dot C-O-M yeah. slash who, you'll get 25% off a Calm premium pers- a calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programs, including some guided meditations, um, a new meditation each day called Daily Calm, some sleep stories that help you go to sleep. And um, it's really good. I don't know. And for a limited time, Who Weekly listeners get 25% off that premium subscription at calm.com slash who. That is C-A-L-M dot com slash who. And you can get unlimited access to all of Calm's content today at calm.com slash who. But yes, it's time to talk about Chrissy Metz feuding with Allison Brie and then getting over the best story of the night because it is insane. It is totally false. Two it who's. fizzled. It fizzled out mid-show. Mm-hmm. Like they had mm-hmm. to deal with it mid-show. Oh. Um, so what happened? Okay, so Chrissy Metz was doing a interview with some Facebook Live? Is like, that what, like, some oh my God. outlet like third, on Facebook? Third-tier Golden Globes presenters. So awkward. So they're doing this interview, and they're yes. ki- definitely killing time. It is the weirdest thing. And she goes, <laughs> he goes, oh, there's Allison Brie. Do you know her? And she goes, I sure do. Like, she says it in a weird... Or like, like, do I? Like, do I? I sure do. And they cut to a picture of her, and then it gets muffled, and, it, and she says, she's such a... <laughs> And let me play the, I, I enhanced it. I like zoomed in, enhanced it, like divided it, like made it louder, made it softer. It cuts to like this very funny, like not even B-roll, like C-roll of the red carpet. I don't even know where this camera is. It's, and like, it's like F-roll. Their camera's like, like behind 12 other cameras. <laughs> and it's like zooming into like a blurry Allison Brie and she's like, oh, yeah. there she is. She's such Can a ready? player. She's such a <laughs> so initially people thought she said she's such a bitch. She says she's such a babe. 
but she says she's such a babe. And it's and it's very clear. It's we were willing to clear. We were willing to believe she's such a bitch because what do we love more than a feud? Nothing. Well, also, I do believe that Chrissy Metz is kind of bitchy. Like, I love that for her. But I also believe that Alison Brie is a huge bitch. Like, if you told me they were both bitches, I'd be like, okay. Yes. Oh, you're in Hollywood? You're a bitch. Well, the Bradley Cooper bitch? Sure. Is that somebody tweeted this and tweeted a clip Mm -hmm. and the clip really didn't say – the clip was not convincing. And then they picked it up without even a second thought. So you have – page six, your people, your everyone's – Yeah, everyone picked it up. And actually some of them deleted their tweets, which I noticed like after that. But it still says – this is still an Entertainment Weekly. Chrissy Metz appears to call Alison Brie such a bitch on Golden Globe's red carpet, which mm-hmm. is wild because that means they had to do like PR cleanup During, at the Golden Globes. Yeah, which is amazing. So then what happened was um, she denied it, but then there was like a, somebody went up to Alison Brie and like told her what happened, which is again so rude. Just ask Alison Brie about this. She had not heard about Metz's comments. Yeah, duh, yeah, because, because they're both like at the thing. Ago. Yeah. And was very confused by the matter. But why, she asked. I know her. I saw her on the carpet and I told her how beautiful she looked. So, right. Like, it, it really didn't make any sense for Chrissy yeah. Metz to and do that. She's too well-trained by NBC to do that. Exactly. Also. And also and also, just the, the actual scenario that she was in didn't make sense because everyone was calling it a hot mic. But a hot mic usually refers to, like, you have a mic on for a long time and you forget it's there. Yes. Chrissy Metz was holding she a mic. Said and she said they were asking her camera. questions. Yeah, they were like, Chrissy, what do you think about Allison Bree? She's like... I oh I know her. She would never she would never call someone a bitch like with the camera on her face and holding a mic. Such a bitch. <laughs> so um, but I will say so this all got worked out. They apologized or they, you know, got over it on their Instagrams. Like we're be- we're best friends. Like posts Getty image with watermark of the two of us hanging out. Um, but I will say I did my own um audio research and I heard this. Do I? She's a yeah, she definitely said bitch in that clip. Oh my god. I just, you can sort of hear it there if you enhance it. Wait, can just you play that one more right. time, please? Do I? She's such a bitch. So yeah, is that the little bitch, maybe? I don't know. She said you little bitch. Yeah, send a little bit like Cardi B, but maybe she was just like singing along to the song. Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson may or may not have canoodled at the Golden Globes last night. I mean, shout out page six for putting in the work. No one else has this story. There's a page six exclusive. I mean, if I saw Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson sipping Moe champagne, Moe champagne, <laughs> Moe, I always think of the SNL clip of Vanessa Bayer and Cecily Strong saying Moe Shandon. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> Moe Shandon. Sipping Moe at the Golden Globes and like vaguely doing something that could be perceived as canoodling. You bet your ass I would have emailed page six immediately. Oh, and also this makes so much sense to me. These two. Yes, and, and not even necessarily as, like, sense that they would be flirt, actually flirting, but it makes sense that they would be trolling together because I think they're both so funny. Like, they're both – they know yeah. they know yes. what they're doing, and yes. they probably do get along on a friendly level. Whether or yes. not this is, like, a romantic thing, who could say? But I do believe that they were being, like, funny and flirty together last night. No, know? it's just, like, like these that makes two – he's funny, flirty. She's funny, flirty, calm. She's very, like, random, kind of, like, calm, funny, flirty. Like, I feel like she has no stress. Right. She's and over imagine, it all. Can't you imagine her being, like – like, maybe she'd never met Pete Davidson and saw him and was like, I gotta meet you. Like, I saw you and I was like, right. I gotta talk to Pete. I've heard a lot about you, kid. And, she, and yeah. he's like, oh, my God, you're really hot or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, I get it. Love it. Love these two. I hope they get married. Chris Messina went blonde. 
looked great, honestly. Looked can you great. Play, can you play the mask the masked singer song here? It goes like, Who is that? Like that was truly Wait, how I, I felt it? when when oh, he showed right up when he showed up um on the red carpet, I was like this. Who is that? <laughs> you can <laughs> And everybody was like, it's Chris Messina. And I was like, I know. He dyed that? his hair blonde. It honestly looked hot. But I like don't like him. So I was still like, he's evil. Oh, I don't like him at all. Sorry. So, if you whatever. listen, Chris, he doesn't listen. No one listens. Um, I, <laughs> he definitely doesn't listen. No. The Jamila Jamil story, I think, was a huge fuck up. And I think so, too. Somehow they expertly swerved it into being an intentional joke. Because it's um, NBC, I think. So and also because she has a sense of humor or something. Yes, no, exactly. It's all NBC Universal. You're right. I didn't even put that together. They could not admit that that was a fuck up. So Jamila Jamil was on the red carpet, and her Chiron, she on E during the red carpet show, she was labeled Camila Al Jamil, which is not even her name on the Good Place. It's her sister's name on the Good Place, and. Which is not played by her. So it isn't like this weird, it's almost if it was a reference, it's not a good one. And it's also disrespectful to her. It's disrespectful for her if it's because some guy was like, oh, Jamil, Jamil, this sounds right. Which is probably what happened, let's be honest. That's 100% what happened. And even if it were an intentional joke, it's a really rude joke. Like, she's not famous enough for you to do a joke like this. But also it's not, people genuinely don't know her name, let's be Mm -hmm. real. So they they needed to know her name. And Mm -hmm. also it's weird to put her sister's character, not her character. That's yeah. weird. Like Where to be like, like we understand that they're competitive in the show, but yeah, it's but, still but like how would you know that? The and joke also, is way too complicated. It's Tahani. What's Tahani's last name? It's obvious. Tahani Al Jamil. So so why would they put? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. So it has to be a fuck up. That's what I'm saying. It's like it makes it so far from making any sense. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, ha ha. Tahani would have hated this. And it's like, what? It just doesn't make any sense. It's not. No. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Where the truth is. But anyway, on this, Jamila on this one. Jamila called it the funniest thing I've ever seen. What a joyous mistake. Tahani would die. But she's I, playing along. It's fine. She's playing along because, you know, she's a pro. But if you ask me, she was pissed. Oh, was I would pissed. be pissed. I'd be pissed. Although, Are you kidding? although I guess if if it leads to press, maybe it's a good thing. I don't I don't know. I don't sure. know. I don't know how much press she got out of it, other than yeah. whatever. What else is next? What else happened at the Globes? Uh, Miss uh, Miss, uh, Miss Golden uh, Globes was Idris Elba's daughter. Um, that was it. Did you notice they didn't let her say a word? No, she didn't say anything at all. Um, what's her name? Isan. I don't remember. Beautiful dress. She looked beautiful. Beautiful gowns. Gorgeous gowns. Um, gorgeous gowns. Gown, That's all we know about gown. her. Uh, and else? then you have you have here Derek Huff announces shallow cover at Golden Globes 2019. What is this? Love it. He, uh, I'm actually dropping a cover of Shallow. You say it. He announced his Shallow cover to the press. He said, um, I'm actually dropping a color of Shallow with Natasha Bedingfield next week, he told Access on the red carpet. So incredible okay. news. Thank you for ju- thank you to just Jared for reporting that out, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, huge and news. Then, and then uh, we saw, or Catherine McPhee, Hi My Gay Boys, suggested that she was dropping her own. Sure, to, sure, 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 uh, sure. Hooligan Evan Ross Katz on, <laughs> I think, Twitter. She also posted a selfie of her and Bradley Cooper from not this uh, Golden Globes, uh, past Golden Globes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my favorite my favorite award show thing in the age of social media is people posting Getty, watermarked Getty images from 
previous events mm-hmm. on their mm-hmm. Golden Globes when they're not there. Mm-hmm. Kate Beckinsale. I mean, Kate Hudson did it. I saw Frances Fisher did it. Um, I love it. Everyone I love does it. it. You, I love to celebrate the Globes because I went once, you know? It's like, oh, the Globes! <gasps> oh, Allie Larder did it. It was yeah. like, oh, my first Globes back in, like, when I was promoting Heroes. That's so Okay, Allie Larder. Allie Larder. <laughs> um, Jim Carrey. Brought his new girlfriend. Who's, his bit, I thought, co-star. was actually very funny. I thought so, that too. That bit was really funny. That was one of the funnier bits. Also, he was mic'd, so it was clearly, like, a written yes. bit. That's why yes. it was, like, kind of good. You know, how did you feel about them as the openers? Sandra and yes. Andy? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, like, a sort of a, a, a sputtering start. But <laughs> I think once they got, once they got into the, the... I agree. The, they got a little momentum. I think it was fine. I think that they were... They were good together. I, uh, I liked the, it. The jokes were a little like uh, hit or miss at the beginning, but then they ended up being just like cute and funny. I think I the know. audience wasn't giving them enough credit for some of the jokes too. Well, they weren't getting was, big laughs. It was weird. I think people. I, I think people. I want to say people weren't listening to them as much as they do in Golden Globes past, but that might just be because something was messed up with the sound oh, um, last really? night where they were. They were revealing the uh, the sort of rambunctiousness of the audience more blatantly than they usually do. Like you could hear the crowd being loud during. Well, when Emma Stone Sandra, screamed "I'm sorry" for Aloha, sorry. that was like yeah. a funny moment. But I was like, "Wow, the audience is really like hot mic'd or something." The audience is, was really loud, and I yeah. don't know if it's just like. And that made me think, like, are people just not paying attention to them because some of their jokes weren't landing in the audience? And I think it's because people weren't listening. It was um, weird because I thought there were some funny jokes and there were some like yeet jokes, but that's like kind of the point. I thought the flu bit, the flu shot bit went o- was like pretty funny, yeah. but then didn't didn't go over didn't as land. well. But also it just kind of shows it's like irreverent humor doesn't work as well. Like mm-hmm. as as like, oh, p- we brought pizza. People were like, ah, like screaming, <laughs> dying, yeah. well, you know, also, and the, then the, they were like, instead of pizza, we bought fr- flu shots, which is funny. But then the actual like doing of that wasn't as well received yeah. by the people. And also people are forced to pay attention. When the pizza came during the Oscars, of course people were paying attention because you right. have to. You can't talk during the Oscars. But I think maybe it had to do with just the fact that it was Andy and Sandra. No one was, like if it's Ricky Gervais, people were expecting him to say something fucked up and put his foot in his mouth. I think people were just like, oh, they'll At be ease, fine. We don't have maybe. to pay attention. Right? And I think yeah. that's a compliment to them. That's one way of reading it. But um I don't know. They they were fine. I thought the audience was a little ruder than normal, but I that just might had just one be of those, because we heard them more than we usually I had do. one of those feelings where I was like, I was watching them and I was like, they're doing a good job. These are like relatively mm-hmm. funny jokes and people were complaining on Twitter and I was like, what do we want? Like, we really can never win. It's oh, I never liked your tweet be, about this. Well, I just felt very frustrated because I, like, I, I just, I it's, Everyone complaining about the Oscars, it's like, we don't want this. We don't want this. This person we hate. This person we like. And I felt very much like, well, what do we want? Like, it, What do we, we actually can't, want? You're we can't right. all agree on one person, so it's going to feel, like, really hard to support anyone and to do anything. Of course, like, no wonder nobody wants to host the Oscars. It's it, – nobody wants anyone. Nothing is good enough. So it's just – it was difficult. It was hard. I finally, like, realized that. It was, like, a weird moment mm-hmm. for me. I felt very um, slightly – uh, yeah. Red pilled for a minute, but then I, you know, I flash back <clears throat> to being like, whatever. I just thought um, they did a good job, or like yeah. a relatively good job. Yeah, and they did, they did a good job because either you get like a song and dance man, right? And that's like the mm-hmm. only options we have left are like James Corden or like yeah. um, Hugh Jackman. So to the people wanting, you know, the Whoopi, the Billy of yore, like we just don't have that anymore. We can't. We need yeah. to find somebody new that we all like. So sorry, unless it's like The Rock is free because he would do it, or Lin Manuel Miranda. He if he's free, you know, 
that's the problem is like we don't have that person right now yeah. that everyone likes. We didn't talk about Fiji Girl. Fiji Girl. Fiji Girl. Her name was um, – yeah. I already forgot her name. Her name is um, uh, Kelleth Cuthbert. Kelleth Cuthbert. Cuthbert. So shout out to Page Six for getting on this before anyone else. All we do is shout out Page Six in this episode. Well, it's I an know. awards episode. It makes sense. They're so um, good at awards shit, though. They're like, fast. They're good yeah. at that. Sorry. They are. So Fiji hired uh, four models, it seems, to hold trays of Fiji as they have been doing for the to past few fair, years. To be fair, we have known about Fiji as a hilarious sponsor. For a long time now. Photos of Fiji water at the Golden Globes are always hilarious. And we always point out how just weird and random the huge bottles of Fiji are at the table. Okay? Mm -hmm. Just FYI. Yeah. So uh, this woman. No one's chugging from the Fiji bottle. All of three of the three of the four Fiji water bottle models are walking around like um, incognito. You're not really paying attention to them. But one of them is in practically every red carpet photo in the background making full-on eye contact with every single camera, and she immediately went viral because she stole the spotlight from the likes of Judy Greer, Constance Wu. I'm sorry, is that JoJo at the Golden Globes, or is that Camilla Bell? I cannot tell the difference. It's Camilla Um, Bell. It's Camilla Bell. I can tell you without looking at it. uh, Kaylee Cuoco stole the spotlight. Idris Elba stole the spotlight. Julianne Moore stole the spotlight. Sorry, Julianne. It's just funny to me that in the marketing meetings of like, how do we, so we're sponsoring the Golden Globes. This is Fiji. How do we get the Fiji bottle in the shot that the solution is it let's have a woman with a with a a clear tray with two bottles of Fiji just stand slightly behind everyone while they're taking their photos on the red carpet to me that's genius and it's also idiotic so it's like of course no it's it's also like it's also very antiquated it's like some yes it is advertising executive like Mickey Gladstone being like we'll just like put some hottie in a blue dress (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Put it's a face so on. weird because no one who is actually famous is going to take a bottle of Fiji from them. They're not no. actually serving any purpose. You can't hold no. a bottle of Fiji water while you're trying to pose for photos on the carpet. So it's not like they're like, oh, here, have some water. Cool down. Here's some water, blah, blah. I can't take that bottle. The waters are for like assistance, publicists. Like, oh, I thank guess. you. But she still has to have the bottles of water on the tray because otherwise she can't run out of bottles. Yeah, there's probably, I mean, there was probably a, someone else. Uh, Putting like bottles a little, on the a little tray. little intern in blue who is replacing all the bottles. Because in some of them, she has four bottles. and some of them, she has two. Bottles were clearly getting used. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, we didn't see any actual ac- uh, celebrities holding the bottles. So, so I think Glamour they did go to the other people. got an interview with her, Kellith. And guess what? She's so boring. She's just a model. <laughs> like, I'm sorry to tell you, she's so boring. And uh-huh. of course, she loves a good meme. And she loves going viral. Whatever. Her mm-hmm. and her husband thought it was hilarious. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Yeah. She's a very successful model based on her website. Right. Also, calling this the first meme of 2019 is wrong. So you guys got to, you got to find some better memes. There's been more Um, memes. um, I will (laughs) say the, uh, the other thing that we have to talk about, read the Golden Globes, the other who, the number one who that was not in the show proper, but in the commercials is, let me tell you. Hyaluronic acid. Every commercial break began with. Hyaluronic acid. Acid. Hyaluronic acid is apparently very good for your skin, and I believe that it is because Eva Longoria told me about it in, like, staccato 
every commercial break. Was that the um, Winona Ryder commercial of the Globes? Is that what you're trying to say? Remember oh, that? Nothing can, nothing can live up to the the uh, Winona Ryder commercial from the Globes. <laughs> what was that for? Like shampoo? It was, I think it was the Oscars also. Yeah, it was, it was like, she's like, everybody loves a comeback she's back. story. Yeah, come back. She's Look back. And then we screamed when it was revealed. <laughs> That really was the best moment of the Oscars last year, I think. I think it was the best moment of the Oscars. Because during the Oscars, they played off of that commercial. They were like, she's she's back. Like, who is she? You know, they had her mm-hmm. at the Oscars doing kind of a bit that referred to the commercial. Anyways, I loved it. This was not as good, although so, I love it. When they play a commercial between Hulu show like episodes enough, you get really into it. It felt like that. Yeah. Um. So... Hyaluronic acid is used as a dermal filler in cosmetic surgery. It's a common ingredient in skincare products. Uh-huh. I and I guess it's we're... good at like, it helps your 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 skin tissue like regenerate cells, which I guess is good yeah, for like treating great. wrinkles. I have some. Um, it's in everything. I didn't know it was in everything until Eva Longoria told me about it. And um, I just want to hear it one more time. Hyaluronic acid. So is hyaluronic acid a them? Um, of what? In what world? Of, of skincare, of, since yeah, it's in everything. definitely. Oh, definitely. definitely. Like retinol, hyaluronic acid. Yeah, totally. Okay, and Eva Longoria, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, speaking yeah. of skincare, I'm sort of jumping around our doc really quickly, but this is a good segue. Where are you uh, going? Kendall Jenner. Oh, this was, was <laughs> also revealed d- during the Globes. This is insane. Kendall Jenner was teasing, uh, starting, I guess, late last week, that she was going to make a very, very revealing announcement. So uh, the TMZ headline is, Getting Personal Sunday Night, Kendall Jenner will share raw story to help people. Turns out the story is that she is a proactive spokesperson now. And the story is, I have acne. Kendall Jenner being like, I'm going to share a story that's very personal that I've never talked about before. If that doesn't ring a little bell for you, a little bell, a tiny bell as to what you think that story will be, you are not paying attention. Yeah. Like we all thought Ben was back, but it turns out Ben just has acne. So I I don't know. (laughs) No, let's be real. Ben is back and he has acne. They didn't even get a lot of play of it because it it happened during the beginning. Everyone was like, that was the secret that Kendall Jenner had. And then we moved yeah, on. Shout out to Emma and, and Fran for sending us that video of of her like Thank you. nearly crying after. I'm going to have to play the clip of it here. I got like, on the carpet. I felt really good about myself. I loved my dress and my hair and my makeup was so beautiful. Then I remember going online and seeing all the horrible things people were saying about me and my skin. I felt so good that I completely forgot that I had bad skin. Bobby, have you been watching the Marie Kondo show on Netflix? I watched one episode and I was like, I've had enough. So many things bring me joy. That's why my apartment looks like um, (laughs) an antique store or whatever. But I got to say, I kept as I was watching it, I kept thinking like, Rent Through One Way is like Marie Kondo's dream. For like clothes. Step one of the condo method, the Marie method, is clothes. Is get, putting all your clothes in a big pile and throwing away the stuff doesn't spark joy. And if you're using Rent the Runway, you don't need to spark joy. You're just like, <laughs> bye, send it back to the, send it back to Rent the Runway. 
who needs joy? That's everything true. can be trash, you know? Everything can be trash. Everything could bring joy, but then it's like, it's great. You don't have to worry about keeping things that don't give you joy. Exactly. Rent the Runway is a fashion company started by two women with a simple question. Why own clothes that don't spark joy, that you only wear once and you don't love, when you can rent and wear clothing and everything makes you look and feel your best and you can send it back when you're done? With Rent the Runway, you can wear thousands of styles from hundreds of designers, whether it's for work, weekends, or special occasions. Their monthly unlimited plan, which is what I was talking about, you just pay one flat fee, rent four items at a time, and you can swap new ones in and out as much much as you'd like. There are no return dates, plus dry cleaning and shipping is always free. And they're giving you, our audience, the best deal they've ever offered for Unlimited. For a limited amount of time, you can get $60 off your first two months of Unlimited membership by going to renttherunway.com slash who. That's renttherunway.com slash who to get your first two months of Unlimited at $60 off. Renttherunway.com slash who. Ben is back and he has acne. And also, speaking of Ben is back, do you want to tell a story about the Ben is back sweatshirt? Oh, my God. We've mentioned him twice in this episode. So our friend Brian texted (laughs) me and Lindsay a photo of him. Okay, look, taking photos of people at the gym while you're at the gym is is a no-no. Never, ever, 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 ever do it. Did you learn anything from that model, like going to jail for it? Unless the only time you are allowed to take photos at the gym is if if it is from behind and it is someone wearing a Ben is back hoodie and if that someone is 99% positive that that someone is Peter Hedges the writer director of Ben is Back aka the daddy of Lucas Hedges aka Ben aka he goes to Brian's gym and he wears Ben is Back hoodies on the treadmill I'm pretty sure it was the YMCA on Dodge like I'm pretty sure that's where it was but also don't blow up a spot what oh, who's Brian's or or Peter Hedges Peter, okay, Peter Hedges yeah go see Peter Hedge at the YMCA <laughs> The other thing was really funny is that he sent it to me and I just laughed. I was like, oh, Ben is back. And then he sent it to Bobby and Bobby was like, that's that's Peter Hedges. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby like did the sleuth. He was like, um, that I was, like I'm pretty was he sure about that's five Peter eight? Hedges. Uh, let me check Peter because, Hedges' height. <laughs> well, the thing about the thing about those hoodies, which are ubiquitous on every movie set, is like you can't buy those hoodies. Those hoodies no. are given out to crew members. No, I and, wish you could. Are you kidding? Yeah. Um Maybe in 10 years, a Ben is Back hoodie will surface on eBay. But right now, no. So, and I will buy it for you if I see a Ben is, is Back hoodie on eBay. Well, actually, I'll set up I'm, an alert right now. Thank you so much. But anyway, so we saw uh, a photo of Peter Hedges wearing a Ben is Back hoodie at a gym doing the treadmill. And I have never been more jealous of a piece of clothing. Moving on, Jojo Siwa responded to Justin Bieber's apology for seemingly shaming her, which is when she took a photo of her car on Instagram and Justin Bieber commented, burn it. <laughs> Which we never talked about on the podcast, but like I know because it kind of happened in between, but it was so funny. So we shared that photo of the car on our Instagram because it's stupid. Jojo C was like, "My new car! I'm 12. Like I love it." And it was wrapped in photos of herself. It's literally a car that's just covered in Jojo Siwa face and accoutrement. It was like, what if Exhibit rebooted Pit My Ride and then but ate an entire bag of like Willy Wonka candy before he did it? Like that's what it looked like. It was like high on Wonka sugar. As my friend Shayna, shout out to Shayna, we used to say when we ate too much Wonka candy, we'd say we got wonked, but go on. That's wow. That's wow. Throwback. Let's get wonked. And then we buy a bag of like Laffy Taffy. I was going to say, what Wonka candy would you get so fucked up No, it was usually a sweet tart, like the bag of Wonka mix. We'd like, let's get wonked. And then we'd watch like Curve Your Enthusiasm. Wow, you guys were cool in college. Yeah, we were very, very cool. (laughs) Didn't drink, but we ate a lot of Wonka. (laughs) We got wonked. (laughs) We got wonked. Truly. Hey, Shayna. So, hi, Shayna. So, 
the best is that. So yeah. So Justin Bieber commented, "Burn it." He's right. Somebody <laughs> should burn that car. Not with anyone in it, but just burn the car. Yeah. Honestly. You know she has insurance. It's fine. You can burn it. It doesn't need to. <laughs> the car does not need to exist. It's fine. And um, then of course, like of course, people saw it. Of course, like it got back to him, and he had to say he had to apologize. He said, "I have, I have nothing, nothing against, against you. you. It was the car <laughs> and the colors." I didn't like, I really hope you didn't think it was malicious. Meanwhile, the car was pictures of her. So of course she thought it was malicious. I have nothing against you. It was the car and the colors. It's like if I posted a picture of a t-shirt with my face on it and Bobby commented, burn it. And you were like, sorry. It wasn't you. It was the shirt and the the colors. colors. It was the colors. It was the picture of your face on the shirt that I hated. And then... Jojo Siwa responded, it's all good, bro. You can perform my 16th birthday party and we'll call it good. That's what she sounds like. And you're like, oh, shit. She is 15. It's all good. It's all good, bro. God, I feel like I'm just doing your Samantha Markle voice for Jojo Siwa, but she fair. It makes of, sense. I mean, she sounds like she's smoked like 45 jewels. You know, she does. She <laughs> does. She have, like... Speaking of voices, we were going to do, I I suggested to Lindsay that we do a Danamora bit and I would call in as Danamora and do a voice. But then it's like, it just would sound like Samantha Markle. And also I said no. <laughs> yeah, you were like, we're not doing that. <laughs> you would have to call in with like an Irish accent. And I'd be like, Bobby, that's not Hello. what Dana Moore is about. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Patricia Arquette is trying to escape from me. <laughs> She's not. That's not what the show is Patricia, <laughs> you can't escape from me. I'm Dana Moore. I don't even know what I'm doing I at this point. I hate that you got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I... I'm not even doing it. But oh also, like, God. that's not what the show's about. And no one is Irish in the show. <laughs> God, I, the, doing Iceberg right ahead really messed with me last week. <laughs> I think it oh. messed with everyone who listened to it, honestly, oh too. My. It was like the ring of audio. Okay. God, I hate that people. I'm sorry, but I hate that people plays into their bullshit. Kendall Jenner is really nervous about revealing a story she's never told. And then they follow up and, like, actually treat it seriously. That is so stupid of them. Ugh. Hey everyone, it's JoJo. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. You guys, today I'm about to give you all a car tour. Woo-hoo! Bye! Okay, Halle Berry them, but mm-hmm. sea pirates who robbed her, definitely who. Definitely who. <laughs> so Halle, Halle Berry, I mean, this is terrible. You know she's insured, so let's let's relax. She's going to get this money. It's fine. Um, yeah. She, her Malibu house when the wildfires happened was looted by sea pirates? What? First of all, are, is the word sea pirates like reduct like does that cancel each other out they're just pirates aren't all pirates on the sea i think if if this were 50 years ago yes but i think pirates there are so many different types of pirates now like we've right. yeah true okay i'll take it i'll take it the greatest part is radar reported this uh clearly um and mm-hmm. they got their source which is i think sounds like me i might be me said the looters got there by boat literally they were pirates <laughs> Mm-hmm. Says a source. Um, so that's cool. And then also the other part was uh, Radar Online. Honestly, this show is dedicated to Radar and Page Six. Hallie, page six. who ironically starred in the 2007 film Things We Lost in the Fire, lost priceless <laughs> artwork and other expensive personal items, insiders revealed. Wow. That is incredible. Jesus. Daily Mail wouldn't have even got the joke. They would have just said, the things we lost in the fire actress lost things in the fire. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? And just moved gracefully on. 
Also, I don't think, I haven't seen Things We Had Lost in a Fire since it came out, but I don't think there's an actual fire in it. Okay, I think that's it's, I think not it's a metaphor. Point. Anyway. Why write them an email? Also, she was at the Golden Globe. She looked great. Did you see? She was, looked amazing. She always looks amazing. That's yeah. like what she does. Incredible. She, she always looks great. Incredible. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Okay, so we missed the last pair of songs so do we want to do four songs and catch up or just two just two because i haven't listened to the other two okay um the two songs we're going to cover from phoenix this week are my favorite song off the album of all them old and new summer love love this girls which we've all heard let's not talk about girls well you know what girls girls. is has has like the drama from girls passed are we over it are we are we past this i think so because i don't think that drama was ever that Mm. incendiary to begin with like that wasn't huge drama really she apologized so she apologized and it moved on and also girls was is kind of an okay song so whatever what about summer Summer love Love, summer love is a like drum and bass it features rudimentary which i would say is its number one what is it called rudimental rudimental i think it sounds just like all their songs right so i would say that's the that's the songs what the song's number one thing it has going for it is that it's a good rudimental song yeah but all their songs are good because they all sound the same as a single it's officially been released as a single and i think maybe this is just me being really optimistic i think it has like legs and people will like rediscover it, it in though. the summer i keep hearing um let you love me let you love still. me let you love me is like but let you love me took several months to like rise up and now i hear let you love me everywhere rise up i think Readabots. i'm gonna hear rise up i think summer love could could happen i'll let um, it happen i'll take it, it it fully is my favorite song on the album i think without without any question. It is good. Um, it is good. It's the standout. I think it's truly great. I can't wait to listen to it in the summer, truly. I wish I... It made me. It makes me want to have a car, you know? Yeah. Certain songs that make you want to have a car, you have a yeah. car. It makes you want to borrow your car. You can borrow my car and listen to Summer Love oh, in it if you want. Yeah, Thank you could like you. drive to Home Depot or whatever, which is near me, so you'd have to drive um, when, a little bit when are you putting your doing your license plates on your car? I keep forgetting to bring them down, but I have them in my house. Don't you just have to screw them on? Yes, but I'm just lazy, and I keep every time I go to my car, I'm like, I should bring the right license plate and put it on. It sounds like someone's got millennial burnout. Oh God! Oh, Bobby, millennial I do, I do, I sent four packages yesterday at iMail. Oh, Ooh. love iMail. You know, you can just go to iMail, give them a dollar for each package, and it just they just send it where it needs to go. Because post offices are so bad. I, I know, so you might as well just like go to iMail. I know, but I'm like, these packages are pre-addressed, so I really shouldn't have to spend money on sending them. But I'm like, happy to give iMail a dollar, so they just do it. Yeah, that's good. You know? Um, moving on, Rita Ora <laughs> is going to be in Vegas in August. Doing we what? Don't we don't know. know yet. She hasn't revealed. She says, Vegas, I'll be seeing you 8-109. Oh, wait, it's British. That's January 8th. Okay. So she's oh. going to be there today. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
thought that was August. Wait, oh, are no. you sure it's Brit? No, are you yeah, sure? She's British. Rita Ora does Rita Ora does day month year one hundred percent. Are you sure? One hundred percent. So when did she tweet that? Yesterday. So she'll be in Vegas today. 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 Tomorrow. Well, well today. today for the listeners. Wait, what? How do we? We can't go then. It's too late. Can we it's fly there in the morning? Yeah, get us a ticket tomorrow. What even is it? What is she going to do? Probably some guest appearance. It's probably Spawn. She's probably performing at like, oh, you know what she's doing? Is it CES yet? Uh, yeah. You know what she's performing at? Because I saw, I met someone who, I met one of Josh's coworkers and she was like, I'm going to CES and I had to tell you, we're going to an event at a Spotify event and Rita Ora's performing. (gasps) That's perfect. That's That's perfect. It's a Spotify event. It's like a really small, it's actually like apparently an intimate Spotify event. Okay, well, first of all, if we did go to Vegas, we definitely could get into that show. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. But it's okay. That's I don't need to go. I've seen an intimate performance with Rita Ora. I paid $6 a few years ago to see her in concert, and it was an intimate experience, so I'm okay with that. I would yeah. like to see her play some songs from the new album, though, like, you know, when yeah, she's great. on tour. Um, the only other thing Rita's up to is she's been posting so many photos of her underboob. Her new thing is underboob this year, which I think is fun because she hasn't really embraced that before. Um, and now she's fully into the underboob. Well, she said something lifestyle. like, oh, LOL, my bikinis are too small. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, OK. Or they fit you the exact way you intend for them to fit yeah. because this is insane. You know, so she's posted three underboob selfies since 2019 started, including one with iconic her best friend or one of her best friends and radio host Nick Grimshaw, Grimmy, who was wearing. Did you see that photo? He wore the bikini too. He wore the bikini too because yeah. he was like, "LOL, this is her new." Thing. I mean, we've so, seen her boobs. She has incredible boobs, incredible mm-hmm. boobs. Just objectively, this is not even like a horny. She has incredible boobs. Like she has objectively great boobs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> and like, she comment. has, she has no. They're good boobs. Look at they're those great. boobs. Great boobs. Um, I thought this was funny. She revealed her new cell phone case in one of the photos, and it just says "Be cool, be nice," which I thought was really lame. Mm-hmm. And it was like a fun little reminder that sometimes. Slubs are super lame. Well, yeah, Rita. Rita wants to be cool, be nice. That seems be fine. Cool, be nice. She's, she's got to be. It's cool, just be such nice. a like. It's such a like hot, rich, famous person to be like. Niceness is all that counts, and it's like okay, like sure, yes, but also let's hold up. Um, yeah, we got you know. It's easy for you to say. We're that. still we're still in the era of the celebrities being bullied. That celebrities can be bullied. That's a that's mm-hmm. a thing right now. We're still in that yeah. era. I Mm -hmm. do think that celebrities can be harassed, but I don't Mm -hmm. really think that they can be bullied in the same way that we think of bullied for normal people. Um, The word bullied uh, changes when it's for somebody in the public eye. It's not Mm -hmm. the same meaning. That's all. That's all I'll say. Is that problematic? No. I don't think that's problematic at all. Okay. It's just, Um, it's a different meaning. It doesn't mean what this, it's not the same word to me. Um, And with that, I think we're done. So (laughs) before I move on to the normal stuff, we're going on tour at the end of the month. Please buy tickets to weekly.us. We're coming to the West Coast first. We're LA, not going to Vegas, though. Sorry. LA, San Francisco, <laughs> Portland, Seattle, Denver. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not in that order, though. Got to be so much fun. Not in that order at all. And in that order. What was her name? Mama D. Anyway, uh, follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, and Twitter. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM if you have any questions or comments. Also, shout out to hooligan slash merch designer Patrick Sullivan for designing all of our new merch. We are going to have all new merch at our at our tour shows, and it's so amazing. And it's going to be online too. To show it to you. At the same time, it's like it looks legit. It's amazing, um, and it's going to be online too. Yeah. Uh, and with that, we're completely done. Support us on Patreon.com/slash/weekly. Bye. See you on Friday.
Bye. See you on Friday. Congrats to Glenn Close, the wife. You were oh, very much. Love you, the wife. Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. The Golden Globe goes to Glenn Close, the wife. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Roswell, New Mexico premieres Tuesday, January 15th at 9, 8 central. I can't wait because Roswell, the original, is responsible for so many of my favorite Whos. Yeah, like Shiri Appleby and Colin Hanks. Like Katherine Heigl. Okay, yeah, that's better. 